I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Hey there, welcome back. Creeping up on 2 o'clock, final segment of the 1 o'clock hour. Pleasure to be here with you. Um, I, I very much enjoyed that conversation with uh, Vicki Varela from the uh, State Office of Tourism. Um, this new initiative, uh, Forever Mighty, it, it's essentially designed to remind folks visiting uh, here in Utah and traveling around that we need to be very mindful when it comes to uh, you know visiting areas in the out of doors that it is you know it's it's very easy to spoil the experience for others and one two ten people can really do uh, a lot of damage and therefore make you know the situation for countless hundreds of others thousands millions of others uh, you know un- unenjoyable and that comes in very practical, physical, and visible ways. Uh, you heard uh, Vicky talk about uh, the two big things that we need to really work on, and that is trash, discarding trash. You don't need me to tell you that you don't drop your granola bar wrapper on the trail uh, or when your dog uh, you know, has to do its business and you collect it up in that little green baggie, you don't tie that up and leave it on the tree uh, you know, for someone else to pick up. And listen, I know if you're hearing me, uh, you might say, Lee, when you see the, the bags hanging on the tree, that typically means that someone is in the midst of an out-and-back hike, and they'll grab it on the way back. Well, guess what? I've seen plenty of out-and-back, and I've seen a lot of, uh, of those doggy bags hanging up on the trees. That's a no-no. Shove it in your pocket or whatever you got uh, put together to carry that back to uh, to trash, all right? You, you pack it in, you pack it out. And secondarily, stay on the trails. If you, you get off the beaten trail... Uh, off the beaten path, uh, you, you're going to both be destroying some of the nature out there, and very practically, if uh, you get in trouble, it's going to be a lot harder for rescuers to to pull you out of there. So anyway, uh, I, th- those two you know bits of advice they they echo what you know my old man taught me as I was growing up. Uh, you know, leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but pictures. Uh, that's that's what he told me, and it. Uh, <laughs> It seemed to serve me pretty well. Uh, anyway, with that said, it has gotten me thinking about uh, travel and tourism within the the great state of Utah. My wife and I, along with a little baby Piper, we did buy one of those uh, big, overpriced, obnoxious uh, hiking backpacks. And little baby Piper, she loves she loves climbing in there. Uh, and I like I like strapping on uh, that big framed green padded backpack deal uh, and hiking around. And my wife and I, we we did we went on a number of uh, hiking trips. 
Um, uh, we went camping once uh, this past year. That was very enjoyable. Uh, but I'll have to admit, I did not take advantage of all that was out there. Uh, we spent down on we spent a day uh, on Antelope Island, but I think we picked one of the high insect days, which is that's 340 days out of the year, right? Uh, right, 340, and just a few left over where the the, the bugs take a nap or something. Uh, anyway, I will though say that throughout this past year, you know, just scroll through Instagram, you see what your friends are up to, and you have that that pang of FOMO, fear of missing out. Every time I scrolled past uh, Robin Garfield's Instagram handle, uh, Robin, of course, the producer of the movie show on Fridays here, and who has uh, helped me out as we wrap up this program here on KSL News Radio. Every time I scroll past uh, Robin Garfield's Instagram, I am seeing some new beautiful adventure that she's taken her three boys on. Uh, they're clearly learning. They're clearly close together as a family. It's a beautiful thing. And in this whole you know, look at Instagram and try to pattern your life after what you see, yours is one that I want to pattern my life after. Uh, Robin, how do you pull it off? Wow, that is, uh, I don't think I've ever received, like, I, I didn't know I was like an Instagram influencer. I haven't, you, you should be. I haven't aspired to this, but I guess I'll take Reach it. out to the sponsors. Well, let, let me tell you why. Uh, it's because we're cheap. And uh, plane tickets times five is a, is a steep price. So we've just learned to love where we live. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, we, we were in the Bay Area for five years and we did not waste a second out there. Every weekend, every spare minute, we were at the beach. We were climbing. We were at the Redwoods. And I grew up in Utah. But when we came back two years ago, we just discovered that on the weekends, sitting home means TV time. So, uh, my but there's there's so much good on streaming. What what could possibly be more entertaining than uh, than watching nature on TV? Whatever Netflix says. Oh yeah, yeah, that Attenborough guy. He really makes nature fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, So my husband, especially, I have to give him uh, a shout out because he's so good at researching these cool places to visit. And and the two of us go out and uh, we'll we'll make these lists. So we have fallen in love. (laughs) You said Antelope Island. I like Antelope Island, but can I put a big plug in for Stansbury Island? Okay. Um, especially we have three boys. It's like it's all just wild, wild west out there. You just like open the minivan door and they go. We've done you know petroglyphs out there. These awesome hikes. Um, I shouldn't say too much because maybe some of them you have to cross a fence or so. So maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say those ones. But uh, there's so much BLM land in Utah. We've done um, St. George Snow Canyon hikes are beautiful. And a couple of weeks we're going to go do some Zion hiking um, uh, with kids. And those are the big, the big ones. But like San Rafael Swell, if anybody's camped there, they know that place is magic. It's a little scary with kids. It's called like the Grand Canyon of Central Utah. It's this sure. huge canyon, and there's lots of drop-offs. And you have to be careful, but it's it's all BLM. It's free. There's no services out there, so you have to take your own water, whatever you do. But this is with with my kids, and especially with with boys. I love the feeling of just like go, go out there. There's no, there's nothing you can get into. There's there's and and we have a dog. And I want to tell you, I want to say I am a very responsible dog owner. Sure. We take the bag. We take it home with us. I, I hate seeing those bags in the trail. And I know people say we're coming. They forget. It's so easy to forget those little bags. You but, always forget. I yeah. have – so I don't, I don't have a dog. I got into that yesterday. We don't need to revisit uh, my issues with dogs. But uh, one thing that I have done in the past is maybe you go out to – you're going to do an out-and-back hiking trip and maybe you overdressed. And I have in the past, you know, maybe I've got some sort of zip-up fleece or whatever. I'll take that off and not wanting to carry it all the way in, I'll, I'll put it on some tree uh, just off the trail. And I don't think I have ever once remembered to grab it and on the way back. And you're down a vest. Yeah, no, no, no. We've learned this. Your brain so just... So who's going who's gonna to remember to grab, bag. you know, their dog treats, uh-uh. quote no. unquote? The person to invent, like I've thought about this is off topic, but like a spray <laughs> that dissolves that stuff. Oh, like okay. the, This is another, this is my, my shark tank pitch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Utah especially, and, and I, I don't want, I mean, everywhere you 
you live, you love. But there, uh, you drive. A, we live in Salt Lake. An hour, an hour in any direction, there is something to do. I'm not yeah. even talking camping. I'm talking day hikes, trips, and pick your train in the summer. You can go up to the mountains and get in the 50s. You know, 60 degree temps. You go out. I love. Yeah, Stansbury Island, anything West Desert. We've done the Salt Flats. Tell us how far drives is the, is so, the island? So island from my house, which we live in Salt Lake, East Benchish, is sure. an hour. About an hour to get to the easy. cool stuff. Too yeah, easy. easy. That's one um, day. But it is just, it is such fun. And you can look up blogs. There's so many people who have been out and who write about these spots. Um, there's some cool places, some rock formations out in the West Desert. But in Utah, you can book the campouts with the camping sites, you know, up yeah. in the Uintas with the with the water and the or you can just drive and camp. And it's you know, look up the rules, look where you're going. But there is so much to do out here. I want to echo what Vicky said. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Time is tight, but I want to get this question in before we let you go. Uh, what has what has this 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 habit of your family of going out and seeing these incredible places and maximizing your time, especially on the weekend, what has it meant for like your family's collective sanity in the midst of this oh pandemic? Gosh. I can tell you last March, it was like 15th or 16th when we were just stuck at home and we had like three days of panic. And then all of a sudden I said, we live in Utah. And it has been amazing. My boys love going out. Now, there was some grumbling at the beginning, but we have bonded. They've learned to pack their little bags, stick their granola bars in there. And they are tough kids now because we have hiked and hiked. And yeah, in the pandemic, it's just the five of us. This has become our thing. We are like the go out and do free stuff family now. And we love this. Well, I admire you for it. And uh, I'll try to pattern my own behavior on the weekends after what you and your family are up to. It's a great Instagram handle. It's a great one. Feel free to share if you want. It's a private account. I'm one of those those scary, like... uh, you know, tinfoil hat people. Well, so. I'm, I'm, on, I'm honored to be invited in. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.